Well, welcome to Dead Center Film Festival, Johnny. Oh, hi! Is this your first time? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yes, I remember whenever I lost mine. Lost your what, mister? Oh, let's not talk about that, Johnny. What are you planning to do? Well, I don't really know what to do, but I, I think I want to go see a movie. Well, at Dad's Center Film Festival, Johnny, you can go see movies, you can go see panels, and you can drink a lot. Really? Yes, but just cider for you, Johnny. Oh, shucks. W what if I want to learn something? Well, Johnny, if you want to learn something, you can go to Dead Center University. Dead Center what? Dead Center University, Johnny. At Dead Center University, all sorts of students can learn all sorts of things about all sorts of filmmaking. Wow. Well, what, what if I want to wanna make a movie? Well, maybe you'll be on the right track if you're making it through Dead Center University. And, and, and what if I want to see a lot of fun? Shut up, Johnny. The panel's about to begin. Okay. Dead Center Film Festival. How's it going, Kelly? Great. Okay, so this is your first time ever, ever. experiencing the magic that is the center of dead. Yes. It's dead amazing center. so far. The first five seconds. So what are we getting ready to go watch? The Oki Shorts. Okay. Right? Yep. That's what it's called? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't know. I don't know. I, that's all I know. That's literally pumped? all I know about that. Have you been training? In, in the idea that I speak out of my mouth words that relate to dead center. Yes. Yes. Good. Good. Okie shorts. I've been, I've been practicing. I've been training. I've been taking Ready my vitamins. Ready to watch some stuff. We're going to watch the crap out of these shorts. I'm, my eyes are open. Boom. Okay. So who, uh, which uh, short are you looking forward to seeing the mostest Let's out of Okie shorts? Uh, let me just pan through this wonderful uh, complimentary. Can I just say complimentary? It's like the size um, oh, of a yearbook. Shorts, here we go. Uh, oh, I've heard of Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. I've Yo. seen this. I've heard about this. I've well, seen you this. You've seen it? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Oh. But I've heard. I've heard, heard about it. Yes, because, yeah. Uh, yeah. That Jake, one won the 48-hour film Jake race. Jake Burns, man. Yeah. yeah, that's what I heard. Okay, probably you told me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and give Brian credit for anything I know or hear is from him. <laughs> but I'm Good. not biased. <laughs> Not biased at all. There's actually a couple uh, 48 hour films that um, are in the Oki shorts. Let the Body Sit the Floor was the one that won. Nice. Illustrators Anonymous was another one with Tanner Harriet that, uh, that won several I awards. Like that. Tempo, uh, Tempo, directed by Brian Loss. I actually got, he sent me a screener and I got to review it. Oh, like, and you didn't as send the it Oki to me. the Oki Show Show. I, oh, dude, I totally should have sent you one. Can I just say, he just says, as the Okie Show Show, he got to review a movie, and he did not send it to his co-host. I'm sorry. Because he's a sexist dick. <laughs> I'm, it has well, nothing to do with me being a woman. It has nothing to do with me being a woman. This woman is about, or this movie is about abortion. She wouldn't get it. <laughs> she wouldn't know. But this is a boy who stopped talking, and his mother has taken him to a therapist to discover why. It's Again, real good. Again, that sounds like what I want to watch at 12.15 at night. Right? Like, I don't know well, if it's going to be scary or not, to bed. but I want to watch that late at night and pay attention. And then I see the pits, and it looks like about, it's got a picture of an avocado. Okay, I'm looking that forward to happy. seeing that. Just an avocado. It, I love avocados. Yep, it's going to be good. Okay. Wow, okay. So let's go. Let's do this. Yes. All right, so we're here with... Uh, Mike Hayhurst, did I say that right? That is correct. Yeah, yeah. I nailed it first try. <laughs> and uh, David Bizarro, which you have the coolest last name on the Thank planet. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And you guys are the creators of The Pits, which right. was in the yes. Oki Shorts. Yes. yes so tell was. us about, about the movie. Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's a short film about a avocado half trying to fill the void in their life. So trying to find their other half. 
and a love it. The, the cutest thing <laughs> ever. It's, it's really lovely. So the the film, the concept for the film started with uh, my friend Kathy Kim, who she's a TV producer and she's a fellow puppeteer. And her and I chat on AIM, and she sent me this photograph of two little felt avocados holding hands. And we were <laughs> riffing on this idea about a lonely, lonely avocado half that's just trying to like fill its void. And I love it. After we talked about it, I was talking to my wife, and I was like, that it's my life. That's who I am. <laughs> that you know? avocado is so relatable. Yeah. And so I was like, I have to make this. So I wrote the script, and I started like concepting uh, the, the look of the characters. And I reached out to Mike, and I was like, hey, Mike. Uh, you know, we've worked on a few puppet pieces together, mm-hmm. and he knows how to work with me. He knows how to work with puppets, and uh, he was just the right guy to work with. And so yeah, we got I, together. I, I think I had the same reaction that everyone does when you say, "Oh, it's half an avocado walking around the streets of New York City, trying to find something to fill the hole inside them." <laughs> yeah, I, tale I as old as time. Yes. <laughs> Song as old as rhyme. Yeah. So yeah, it was uh, it was that exact same feeling of like we've all been there. We're yeah. all yep. searching for something in this huge like busy city that can be so lonely that's what I loved about it it's like it's not only adorable and and really entertaining and fun and cute it's also like really kind of touching it's well it's because you use a freaking avocado yes (laughs) and it's beautiful like the just the scenery everywhere you guys shot it was just gorgeous I mean because you didn't shoot it just in Oklahoma, right? You shot it. No, in that's like, entirely shot in New, in New York City. New York City, yeah. So we, yeah, we, we both live in New York City. Uh, my wife and I met here in Oklahoma City, and then we uh, thought it'd be a great idea for us to move to New York together, and we did. It was awesome. And so we met Mike out there mm-hmm. and Allison. Allison and I are in a. Allison, you can't see her, but she's sitting she's right here. off. She's here. We promise Mike. she's real she's and here. We promise she's here. <laughs> she's she's my Allison. wonderful wife. <laughs> Does exist. <laughs> see, that was her. That was yeah. her. We just heard. Love. Uh, but her and I are on an improv, a improv puppet team. What? Really? Yeah. So we do live puppetry and we what? improvise, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it. super fun. So in New York City, we went to uh, Astoria, which is in Queens. And then, which is their neighborhood, and we also mm-hmm. shot at Central Park at a very famous fountain called Bethesda Fountain. Yeah. So, so we, yeah, we got there six in the morning. Sun was coming up before the kind of first wave of tourists mm-hmm. came in, and we just took over that section of the <laughs> of the park and by the fountain. I'm not sure about the permit legality. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. All they situation. had to do was look yeah. at the avocado puppet and be like, "You guys are fine." Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You guys and are we fine. We would look at the cop and be like, "Come on, yeah. come on, it's an avocado." <laughs> yeah. What, what exactly. was really interesting, the like kids started coming up to the puppets and started engaging with the puppets and David is such a great improviser just started riffing you know with the puppet and the and the you know these these kids so and awesome. these kind of you know the tourists and things and I think at that point we were starting to think oh maybe this character is someone instantly relatable maybe mm-hmm. this story is universal enough to kind of maybe we make a run of this and maybe yeah. we yeah. start looking at the kind of festival circuit and, yeah. oh man yeah. I, and I, things like that I have a three year old son and I know that he would Love this. I mean, he and it, it, so it hits a huge range of people, right? Like he he would think that avocado is the cutest thing and want one for himself. I, I guarantee wonderful. it. So phase and two, I yeah. Yeah. yeah, merchandise. My there son, I'm on board. I noticed you have an avocado pin. I've got an avocado pin. This was we didn't make these. This pin was given to me by uh, Kathy Kim, the person I was talking about earlier, and. Once we started getting into festivals, she bought uh, friendship pins for her and I. And so whenever <laughs> I go to a showing, pins? yeah, that's awesome. Whenever I go to showings, I wear mine, and uh, she wears hers sometimes. So, mm-hmm. so what I think about myself is I work for the Jim Henson Company. I work as a builder and a puppet wrangler. And her and I, for the past three years, have been talking about working on Sesame Street together. Oh and my God. It, 
That yeah. would be amazing. It'd be amazing. Right? <laughs> right? It'd be amazing. The so avocado like, shows up on Sesame Street. The avocado has to be on Sesame Street. Right? Yeah. And so for three years, we were like, man, we got to make this happen. We were like, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. And so just this last week, we both were on Sesame Street together. Oh, my gosh. And we got to wear our pins together. Wow. And we told it to the other puppeteers, and they were like, oh, oh my God, congratulations. <laughs> That's so it's, awesome. I'm, I'm still, like, riding the high from that. And then being here and being around, like, friends and family in this community again, it really, like it solidifies uh, all the hard work that we've all mm. been doing yeah. Yeah. to make this dream possible. Yeah. That's wow. awesome. Okay, most important question. You said you worked at the Jim Henson Company. <laughs> yeah. Is Miss Piggy as, as big of a turd as we all think she is? Okay, so I haven't met Miss Piggy yet. Oh. She's such a diva. She's such a diva. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. So um, Disney has the rights to the Muppets. And oh, so, really? Yes, oh. they do. And so the Muppets uh, are now being built and managed by another company. What? Yeah. Ooh. I didn't know that. It is true. That's it kind is of true. Scandal on the Okie Show Show. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. The Muppets <laughs> have been commandeered <laughs> by <laughs> Disney. We can't let this happen to the avocado. They took Star Wars. They took Marvel. Now they've got the Muppets. <laughs> hey, if they want to buy us for a billion dollars. Yeah. So if you're listening, Disney. Disney. Mr. Mr. Iger. If you're tuning in today. Dear, dear Mr. Iger. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. One last time, tell us where we can find uh, you guys on social media. Absolutely. And the pits. So, facebook.com slash the pits film. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have Bizarro Studio. That's right. I've got a YouTube channel called Bizarro Studio. Bizarro is spelled with two Z's, one R, B I Z Z A R O Studio. And then I've also got my own personal. Uh, what is it? Twitter? Twitter and Instagram. It's just my name. And then, uh, I got the Twitters. I got the social medias and the Twitters and, and, and the, the cheetahs. And, I like uh, the twits every once in a while. Now, What's wait, that? Pap does snap? the avocado have a Twitter yet? Like the specifically? Avocado that does needs, not have a Twitter yet. No. That has to happen. I want to see, see long distance communication between the avocado, sans pit, and with pit. Oh my God, Talking that's to really each beautiful. other the, on Twitter. At the end of our, the end of our short, yes. the, uh, the credit sequence, we actually took them on tour. <gasps> Uh, my my wife went to London, so she took them to London. Oh, we took wow. a trip to Iceland. We took them to Iceland. So there is the story does continue. It does after, okay. Uh, okay. After the credits roll. Good. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, on our story. <laughs> so everybody, check out the, the pits. pits coming to a festival near you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so so great. much. How was your first day at Dad Center Film Festival, Johnny? Gosh, I met so many cool people, and so many people gave me stickers and told me to follow their podcasts and stuff. And did you, Johnny? Well, I, I, I haven't had time yet. Why haven't you done that, Johnny? Subscribe, damn it. I'm still here. Subscribe. Oh, okay. Get on your iTunes and subscribe. iTunes isn't working. That's right, Johnny, because it's still 1922. All right. Moment of truth. So we just finished the Oki Shorts. Kelly, what'd you think? <sighs> wow. I am incredibly impressed. Like, I can't even, I don't even want to try to make a joke about it. That was really amazing. <laughs> yeah. That, man, all those shorts were so unique and very well done. There was not a bad apple amongst no. any of them. Like, no, not at all. I mean, they, they touched on so many different subjects. Like, uh, oh, man, I, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. I'm, it, the talent that obviously is required to make those things is here. And yeah. you can see it. It's very visible and evident. It's amazing. It's amazing. The thing that always blows me away whenever I watch those things is just the the caliber of acting that you see. Holy, holy moly, yeah. Like, again, not a single week 
moment mm, from any of the actors, all. from any of the directing, the cine- like all the technical points were there. Yeah. And like you could suspend your disbelief because the quality just allowed you to go there. Yeah, absolutely. I felt like, oh, this could have been the intro to Master of uh, Master of None like or whatever TV show I'm watching. Like it was it was shot so well. I fully believed whatever we were about ready to view, which some of it got weird. <laughs> some of it made me really happy. It involved minds some of it being made transferred me really into sad. orca brains. Yeah. Pretty incredible, the all around. Oh. Okay, so, okay, so what are we excited about next? Yes. Let's okay, talk about so let's look at the schedule. Okay. We've got Gilbert, uh, Gilbert started at eight o'clock, but I think we'll be able to make it yeah. in there. Mickey Reese's Alien starts at eight thirty. Yes, which um, we got, we got lucky and got to see it early. We got to see, the so we've already seen it. But then the, there's also the film Row Frolic over at Dunlap Cotting, okay, which involves about, alcohol. Tell me about that one. What's that? The film Row Frolic is a, a good old time where after the movies have ended, join 405 Magazine and Dunlap, Dunlap Cotting for a raucous dance-a-thon fueled by a delicious Stella Artois. I, Stella? Brought to you by Stella? Charles Smith Wines and Svedka Vodka. Wait, Charles Smith Wines? Charles Smith Wines. I'm seriously not plugging this. I just love them. Okay. Svedka Vodka. Sweet. Okay, well, let's, uh, yeah, we should probably hop on over that at some point. Yep. Okay, um, so we're going to go check out, we're going to pop into Gilbert. Pop into Gilbert. See if we can we, catch some Q&As. Now let me, we're here, we're going to make a quick promise, and if we can't make the promise, we're going to edit this part out. We're going to try to talk to Judd Nelson. Yes. Who is in this movie, correct? Uh, or directed Judd Nelson? No. Wait, 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 oh, wait. no, 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 no. Not Judd, not, not Judd, no, not Judd Nelson. Um, um, of course. See, we're, we're going to edit this yeah. part out because we're... I'm dumb. Here we go. Neil Berkeley. We are going to talk to to Mother Effie Neil Neil Berkeley, Berkeley. the director of the Harmontown documentary. Guys, Harmontown's half the reason this show exists. It is, and I'm super into it right now, so if anyone wants to talk to me about it, I'm definitely on board to talk and have crazy conversations about it. You want to play some Dungeons and Dragons? Yes, I do. I actually am writing a character right now. I'm a halfling, halfling rogue. Definitely trained to be assassin. Uh, I come from the Eastern continent, so on board. I uh, I don't know anything about. You anything. find yourself on a country road. Suddenly, two orcs appear out of nowhere and draw their swords. What do you do? I examine my surroundings. No, I'm. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, being a halfling, I hide behind a rock because I'm small and roguish, ah. and I creepily sneak around to the backsies of these people, and then I pick their pockets. <laughs> That's all I care the about. The orcs get excited for some reason. I'm, this is my Spencer. This my is the tiny, closest I Spencer. It's my tiny baby hands creeping <laughs> into their pockets, and then things get weird, and we end the dungeon adventure Suddenly, right Fugman now. Suddenly, Fugman Bigsbit comes in with his axe and chops their heads off all at once. <laughs> he cuts them in twain. In twain! And then he high fives the random elf and runs away. Hee hee! So, Johnny, what was your favorite movie at Dead Center Film Festival? Oh, that's hard. Oh, I'm sorry about that. But about the movies. Well, man, I saw so many. I, I think one of my favorites had a happy little avocado. Oh, the avocado one. Yes, I remember that, Johnny. Yeah, it made me hungry, so I wanted to go eat an avocado. Could you find one, Johnny? No. Well, that's the pits. That's the name of the film that we were watching, everyone. Ha-ha. Zing. So welcome, March and PJ Mercanti from Harley, Harley. which was so awesome. good. It was such a good documentary about a very, very interesting fellow. Yeah. And, uh, in, in, in Oklahoma, small town in Oklahoma, off Route 66, right? Yeah. 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 You've actually met. Uh, no, I actually, it's the weirdest thing. So I'm watching this start, the video, and I'm like, that, I, I 
feel like I've been there. As I'm like watching, I'm like, I have been. I've been here. I've I've gone there. My neighbor, when I just moved to the city, um, she was like, she's like 80 years old, and she just befriended me and took me around town. But then she was like, let's just take a drive. So we drove down Route 66 for like it was just spent a whole day, and she stopped along all these little path like cool things on Route 66, and we stopped. And saw him. Nice. It was oh, like that's the craziest. Amazing. This was a while ago. It was so weird. I was like, I've been there. <laughs> and, and you saw him prior to uh, prior to his wife passing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So tell yes. tell the audience a little bit about what we're talking about about Harley yeah, and I'm curious of the journey as to how this documentary even came about. Yeah. Sure. So I took a road trip in 2009 on Route 66, and at that time we were thinking about doing a feature documentary. So. Cousin March uh, gets involved in the project, and he says, you know what? Scrap the doc. We need to focus just on Harley. Just on him? he is, yeah. there's nobody quite like Harley. And so uh, so we, we went back to visit him in 2015, and Annabelle had just passed. Mm-hmm. And Harley, you could see that he still was doing his shtick, that, that wonderful shtick that he does. Um, but there was something different about him, you know, mm-hmm. and he, you know, obviously the loss of Annabelle really affected him. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's it was crazy that that you know we were we spent four days with him, mm-hmm. and four days uh, with Harley's a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a lot. Um, but we really got to know him and got to kind of peel the onion and and see yeah. you know see the uh, the person underneath uh, that whole yeah. uh, persona, and it was pretty special. Um, but uh, but yeah, we just wanted to focus on him, and we came to learn a lot of cool things about him too, like. Disney when they did their movie Cars, you know, they went along Route 66 right, and right. met a bunch of people and they featured Harley and, and Annabelle and and he was <sighs> one of the inspirations for the Tomator character. What? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, crazy. I and knew it. Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. it. And so my son's obsessed with that movie. I, have, I he's 3. And I've seen that movie a thousand times. But can't you see the resemblance between Absolutely. Mater and Harley? Like Absolutely. that's yeah, oh my yeah. God. He li- like the John signs were visiting John Lasseter from from wow. from yeah from oh, uh, Disney cool. visited him, and the Disneyland uh, Adventure Park in in California, uh, actually it's it's made one of the rides is like like you're walking through Harley's you know shop in, in, oh in Oklahoma. Wow. So yeah, like he's got a pretty spectacular story, but we wanted to focus on. You know the 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 person and and not that part the, of yeah. Yeah. the character yeah. that, that has been made it, about exactly. him, right? Who right. he exactly. really is. Okay. Exactly. Wow. wow. But but March was able to you know pull out um, you know the, the the comedy of Harley and the serious side of Harley. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. what was so absolutely amazing about the whole about the short in general was it was so compelling because you're laughing and then you're at this you know like he's a real person so you're not laughing at him you're laughing with him. Mm-hmm. And then you feel the sadness that you can hear when he lets it out a little bit. No, you know, like, yeah. oh, he's, it's just He's kind of human after all, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he kind of uh, wears this, like, natural mask. And I think that we all wear a mask at points, like, whether it's on uh, social media or how we kind of uh, represent ourselves. Or a podcast and, where we just have our voices <laughs> sure, and no one really yeah, knows who yeah. we are. <laughs> and, right there. Nobody and, knows and that I'm actually a woman. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more of a of a raw mask, right? So he yeah. he he, he kind of puts it on, and it's his show, but it's 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 very much like a part of him. So yeah. wow. Tell him about yeah. uh, when we went to visit Harley yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah we yeah. went to go see him yesterday morning. Oh, wow. Because yeah, 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 yeah. y'all were gonna try to get him to come. Yeah. Right? yeah. And what did he say? He tell him what he said. <laughs> you can say whatever so, he actually said. So you can we're say like, it. Harley. Um, you know, it'd be great if you you made an appearance tonight. And I quote. 
well, why don't you tell you tell the people at Dead Center to come here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone, so, get in the van. We're going. Let's go. <laughs> we should go. I'm not even Dude, joking. I, you would love it. The whole time I was watching your documentary, I just kept, I couldn't help but think of shit town with John B. McElmore. Well, sure. yeah, have you, yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I on the podcast. Uh, just, you connect with these people because they're real and they had, like, you can feel at least come from Oklahoma. I'm like, I yeah. love the podunk part of it. Yeah. Like, it makes me That's happy. our John B. I love it. Sorry, yeah, have, you guys seen, is, uh, yeah. have you guys listened to S Town at all? I haven't. Oh, I, need to, I, need to, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. It's so if you good. do, you guys will definitely <laughs> see the connection there. <laughs> so, where can we find, where can the listeners find uh, Harley? Why do I keep wanting to say Harvey? <laughs> I think there's I saw a Harvey a, Street. I say, there's a Harvey, Harvey Street, Street just Street. right there, yeah, yeah. right right around mm-hmm. the block from here. So, where can we find information about the about the short, about Harley himself, about you guys? Yeah, plug yourselves as well. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. So Harley, if you go on Facebook, if you type in Harley Annabelle, he's got a Facebook page that has thousands of people on it, and he is he's online on his Facebook page all the time. So wow. he is Mr. Oh, Facebook. Huh. And uh, and and March's website. Yeah, could, yeah marchmercanti.com. You could find out more about about projects and I'll be posting um, Harley online soon. Beautiful. So, probably within the week. Yeah. 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 That's But if you if you Google Harley Russell and and there's a bunch of stuff on YouTube about him, people that have visited mm-hmm. him in, in you know in his shop in uh, in Eric, Oklahoma, there's a bunch of bunch of YouTube videos of, of him and Annabelle. Uh, he gets tour groups from all over the world that come to see him literally every day. He's like been complaining about, I got so many tour groups. I got a group from Norway coming in. I can't go up to this film festival. I got work to do. Like he's, he was legitimately like that. And, 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 uh, yeah, but we would, yeah, if people check out March's websites and, uh, and then check out Harley right on Facebook, you'll learn a lot more about wow. him and, uh, and get to see the, the crazy, wonderful Harley that, that we saw. And, and we, uh, he offered us a beer yesterday and then he took a swig of Jack Daniels and gargled with it. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it was just like, brush your teeth. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was I want uh, to be him when I'm old. Yeah. Quite outstanding. I want yeah. that. Yeah. So, it and kills ha- the bacteria. <laughs> it does. It does. You're, you need a hot toddy anyway. Your voice is going downhill. So. I know. Jeez. Uh, so I just want to ask, like, you guys are, are from Canada, correct? So yes. how do you, what do you think of Oklahoma right now with, with the with Dead Center going on? Are you guys uh, liking it? Has it been Super good for impressed. you? Yeah. Good. Super impressed. Yeah. 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 Awesome. We've, uh, we were in San Jose at the International Show. Film Festival back wow. in October, and uh, and Dead Center is really really you know impressing us more than, than oh, a lot of the other ones we've yeah. been to. Yeah, this is my first time actually. Mm. She's no longer a Dead Center virgin. I'm not. All right. First time yesterday, and yeah, I was blown away and yeah. stayed out till two because Brian is a terrible person. Yeah, my bad. I just my and then bad. I got some back of the up today. A, but some of these nights get away from you. Yeah, they, yeah. they sneak well, up on yeah. you. Yeah. They do. Like it's like amazing conversation with people. It's not even like craziness. It's just like, I'm just really engaged into talking to all these people who are so talented and creative. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It, it, things happen. Yeah. In, in Oklahoma <laughs> City. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for coming yeah, on the show. We lot. really appreciate it. Yeah. You guys, thank out you. there, go and uh, look up Look Harley. up Harley. It's, oh, man. Beautiful, beautiful document. Yes. Thanks, awesome. Guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Well, hey, mister, what's your favorite movie so far? My favorite film, Johnny? Yeah. Well, I don't watch the films, I just people watch. Oh, that's why you've been following me all day? That's right, Johnny. Now keep walking. That's right. Ryan Belgart from Gremlin. Yes! Hi, guys. Welcome back to the show, man. I'm kind of starting to feel like a regular. I, you kind of <laughs> are. You and the Burns Brothers have been really? on, like, 
so many times. It's 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 glorious. Well, I always have a, a ton of fun, so I'll I would do it every time if I could. <laughs> you're hired. Yeah. Yay. Hey, there we go. Whenever I can't make it. Yeah. Really, Ryan's just gonna don't, come don't on. say that unless cool. you're done. Yeah. But you're gonna you're gonna be playing Kelly. Yeah. So oh, it should be simple. Yeah. You're gonna I think be you backup. can do it. I can't. I'm not I'm not bubbly enough. <laughs> You can play Kelly on a really bad day. Yeah. yeah. That that no one sees that side of me, but I have got it. So you just be Kelly on a bad day. We'll just give you a glass of wine. Dead inside. Yeah, like a sound of an infant child in here. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about Gremlin. Yeah. Gremlin is my second uh, feature film that we've done. uh, we've actually done three. The third one, the third one is the Jurassic Games, which we talked Jurassic about a lot, and it's in, uh, it's in post right now. But wow. Gremlin's the one that's about to release on uh, video on demand, July 11th. So we're really excited about that, and it'll be. I'm uh, really excited about it'll that. Be, I am too, because I'm going to be watching it. Like my husband doesn't watch uh, horror films with me, or like any anything scary whatsoever at really? all, or even creepy or gross. Doesn't like them. Okay, so I, I we're seriously married to the same I know, person. So <laughs> I, but I. Watch them by myself at night when he's not in town. So this is I'm ready. <laughs> oh, you are crazy. I'm ready. You are crazy. I, I gotta I gotta keep gremlin. on my toes. Somebody asked me that. They're like, "Do you get scared of stuff, or what scares you?" And I'm like, "Everything. <laughs> Literally <laughs> everything." Yeah, I mean, like when I'm when my wife's out of town and I'm home alone, I just I can barely stand it. It's like <laughs> like every yeah. single noise is like an intru- I, home intrusion. You know I like to saying? let my dog in. Uh, my dog Dexter and I just like yell at him and harass. Like I just basically like harass my dog, um, or talk to him like. There's someone trying to come in the house. I'll be like, Dexter, go! <laughs> we're good, we're good, we're good. Like, you know, while I watch scary movies, it's fun. Yeah. Well, so, it's, yeah. It's, it's also playing at uh, Dead Center, um, too. So, it, uh, depending on when this is going on, when, when is the podcast going up? So, this is going to be going up. So, it's uh, after Dead Center. Yeah, after, yeah. 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 Okay. So, we're talking about the future. We're talking about okay. the future. Yeah, or ta- the past. Or the past. Okay. All right. So, yeah, like... Um, We'll just pretend that Sunday night has already happened. Yes. Right? And it was an incredible screening. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, so cut amazing. to that. <laughs> man, that screening was really good, man. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Can you believe? I didn't realize that you actually had an animatronic gremlin there at the screening. Until, That's pretty like, impressive. Mm-hmm. The lights came up and I was yeah. like, God, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I probably shouldn't have brought my you kid. Know, I actually thought about that. We had a... Um, we had a, a puppet version that we used uh, sort of as reference, you know, yeah. from oh. when we were shooting for the CG one that we actually put in the movie, but we had a kind of a stand-in one that we could use for lighting reference. And we thought I thought about bringing it up here and just like throwing it randomly into the office. <laughs> yes. You don't know how, how that, if someone has <laughs> a heart attack, and just like, yeah. and like, die. You just totally. stampede people. <laughs> I'm, to- I'm totally going to do, do that. You should do that. That would yeah. be really fun. really should do that. Or you uh, should just get a guy dressed up in the Gremlin outfit to just like <laughs> burst through the screen at the end of the tickle movie. Tickle people's feet under the seats as they watch. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's hard. It's, it's Talking about scary, it's like, I don't really know if it's scary. It's hard to, it's sort of hard to know that if the suspense is working when you're sort of like writing it, you know, mm-hmm, and it's right. like the, the only time it ever feels scary or suspenseful to me is like that very moment when you sort of think of the idea, you know? Yeah. So it's like, ooh, and then it like does this or comes around the corner or pops around whatever. And and uh, that's the only moment that I kind of get a twinge of whether or not it might be creepy or scary or not. So it is kind of fun though to, uh, after the screening, one of the screenings, you know, you have someone come up and, or one lady came up to me, she's like, I hit my head in my seat like four times. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just like, you know, that's like high throwing, her, that is throwing her that's head goal back. That's achieved. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. I, I felt bad you know, kind of for her nailed head. Nailed it. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting concept to be like proud of every scream you hear. You know, like or, or every like, <gasps> like oh, any totally. any yeah. audible noise in a theater and you're just sitting there being like, yeah. Not anyone. No, not at well. No, there's, yeah, there's, there's ones that are not so fun to hear. <laughs> right. 
And that's when it's like it's an un, it's like a laugh or oh, an a, unintentional laugh. Unintentional yeah. laugh. Yeah. 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 Or like when there's a like you know there's a few points in the story where characters make maybe questionable choices. Oh yeah. You know? and so people like, like <sighs> yeah. Or like uh, and I know one's coming. So like okay, here comes one. Here comes, like our character's about to make a questionable choice, and then of course you hear someone in the audience go. <laughs> <laughs> They're in on the journey, though. That's the good thing. They they're are, they are yeah. in for it. They're yeah, responding yeah. and in on yeah. the journey. Yeah, sure. At least you don't. The, I think the worst sound to hear in a theater while watching your movie would be the sound of someone going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd probably be the worst. That's, hap- that's happened. Has that's it happened? happened? Oh, yeah. I think I might have heard someone. I, maybe I was hearing things, but I think at the, at the after the very last like impact of the first screening, I think I heard someone say, Dumb. Oh, but maybe, maybe they yes. Were, let's boo maybe that they person. They weren't saying that. Maybe I was just hearing things. I maybe they were like, "Gum." It's all in your head. I need yeah. some gum. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, you know, you don't. Yeah, I don't know. We don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, but um, you know, you can't make everyone happy, right? No, you, you can. I can't. I know, it's, but it's, finding. it's impossible yeah. to make everyone happy. Yeah. Look at this nation. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, anyway, you know, we wanted to do talk, kind of going off what you're saying about like it's fun to sort of. Uh, feel like those screams or gasps or laughs or whatever are kind of earned. Yeah. And that's what we wanted to do with this one was make something that's like darker and kind of like disturbing and depressing. And so like I like the idea that there's uh, moments in the movie where people like sort of really don't know how to feel. And <laughs> right. so they're kind of like going. Just uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 And there was we, I was really actually surprised. There's one scene in the middle where it's, you know, one of our actresses kind of has this. I don't want to give too much away, but she kind of <laughs> has this moment where she's talking to her daughter. And her daughter's not exactly alive. Oh. And so, like, and she's kind of having this emotional sort of, like, reminiscence oh, of, like, her daughter gosh. being younger. Ooh. Man, that's and, heavy. And so, like, so the audience, when, when we first had the cast and crew screening, and we had a packed house, you know, at, at Harkins, and that scene comes on, and people just see the setup of it, where the mom is there and the daughter's there, and they're just kind of like, nervous laughter. Yeah. No. Someone's like, no. Yeah. And so we were like, why are they laughing? And then like people went from laughing as the monologue went on. They went from laughing to kind of just like their eyes like getting wide, yeah. and just like backing oh, up, and it's just kind of like, you yeah, know, everybody's thinking, Ryan Belgard, why would you do this yeah. to me? <laughs> well, it's really fun to do it to them, and yeah. that's the, that's the thing. Is that's like, the great thing about high concept, yeah, like you, horror movies. Well, and you stuff. just get to, well, any any movie, man. I mean, I think you can you can play with uh, you can kind of play with what people are feeling or and stuff like that, and it's it's kind of uh, for me to kind of write them. I'm always wondering is like, what will this, how will this scene affect an audience or how will this mm-hmm. scene affect somebody or boy, I'd really like to, you know, piss somebody off or whatever, you know, <laughs> or, or make them laugh or whatever, you know? And so it's, it, that, that, that's something I really enjoy about it a yeah. lot. You should a make lot. a your next movie should be designed specifically to make everyone angry. <laughs> or could, make, could make call a, it movie 43. Man, I, oh wait, that's uh, already been there. Oh wait, oh wait. No, I, I personally love feeling uncomfortable and, um, out of sorts uh, when I'm watching something like just the, uh, the just kind of like the uneasy feeling well, yeah. so that's for me so make a movie like that the whole time and it's I'll kinda, be sitting it, through it, it it kind of is that way uh, because it's like it, it's uh, what I wanted to do was put these characters in like impossible uh, no win scenarios right. and then and then like and then they start making these choices that you know it's like 
you would think logically, well, that's not a smart thing to do. But at the same time, they don't really have any other choice. Right. And so they're getting like they're, the the crazier it gets and the darker it gets and sort of the more desperate the guy gets, the the more you're just kind of like, I, I don't know if I can just what would I do in this? Situation? Right. Yeah. 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 And you, know you don't saying? really know. You, you know, truly don't know. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so Golly. I think that was really fun to write and really fun to like for Adam Hampton, who's our lead in it, to so to act that out, you know, I think was really uh, fun and challenging for us where you know, our first movie was kind of like campy and funny and silly and people are like laughing and groaning, which I expected. <laughs> you know, this one I was like, can people be like uncomfortable and like, then there's still some humor in it. Yeah. I just can't help it sort of, yeah. you know, but, um, people have been saying like, this is like, this one's like way darker than I thought, yeah. especially if they, I thought it would be, especially after, if they've seen, they've seen previous previous yeah. Yeah, which is right. like fun, kind of campy. Yeah. Right. yeah. Which is, I, I love all yeah. those. So so. Yeah. yeah. Well, real quick, give us, um, so, I always forget that Ryan here is also a radio voice artist. Correct. And I, I would love to hear the synopsis of Gremlin in your, in your finest radio voice. Oh man. Jeez. Uh, if, <laughs> if you were to give me a car commercial, I could do that so much better. You know. Treat it like, like okay. Yeah. So it's Gremlin the car commercial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, okay. Let me think about this. Let me think about this. Um, um, well, it's going to sound more like a. Like a movie trailer, but you know I'm talking down here. Yeah, there or you go. right now at Edmund Hyundai. You know, <laughs> there you go. You know, get twenty, get uh, twenty thousand dollars off MSRP. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, everyone, so, do you recognize the voice? Yeah. You know, you've heard that. Yeah, Edmund Hyundai. Edmund Hyundai. Yeah, I did that. I did that. Uh, that's my claim to fame. Jingle, man. Nice. I did, I did you that did one. that, you bastard. <laughs> you son of you a bitch. You did that to everyone. I did that. Yeah. You did that to everyone. Yeah, I did. I don't that's, know how to feel about that I, right now. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. So I made. I. I I'm. That's funny that. Because that's the one that like everybody, everybody hates. I had like a demo, it's you know. Designed to hammer the name. Well, I, <laughs> it's sort of like a that little jingle is sort of like a microcosm of like my career. I think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like, hey, it's like he gets his stuff seen and people see it, but they hate it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I mean that's that. No, I, gr gr the synopsis real quickly. Uh, it's mm. it's um, it's a story of a family that gets this box that inside of it's a creature and uh, it comes out and starts killing, you know, the guy's family like one by one. And he finds out the only way that he can get rid of it is to pass it along to someone that he loves. Mm. So uh, oh, that's tough. Yeah. So that's that's the story. And so like he's trying to figure out. He's trying to figure out what to do with it and how to do it and who to give it to and what they should do. And, you know, it yeah. gets kind of desperate when people who you might not expect to die start dying, you know. And so that's the so that's kind of the fun uh, concept of it. And then uh, there's also this sort of like timer that's on the box that's ticking down and no one really knows what's what? going to happen when it yeah. runs out. So you uh, want to make sure you pass snap. along before that timer runs yeah, out? Is that, that like well, the, right. I would want yeah. to. Right. They're all, like, they're all speculating that. They don't, they're like, we need to get we rid of this. Know. We don't know. Yeah. So uh, the, climax, know. the climax of the movie is uh, is finding out what happens when the timer runs out. Nice. So that's kind of that's kind of fun. So yes. So anyway, yeah, that's well, it. Man, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, Tell us where we can find Gremlin. Find you online. Plug yourself. Uh, well, yeah, Gremlin will be uh, available VOD in the United States July 11th, 7:11, and uh, you can just Google um, Gremlin movie or put, find it on Facebook or or uh, Ryan Belgard. B E L L G A R D T. You can just find me on Facebook or something. Beautiful. Awesome. Let's chat. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, stay tuned for Ryan next episode. He will be playing me in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home and sleep. We'll bye, see you folks. next time. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>
So at this point, it's about day three of Dead Center Film Festival. Kelly and I are both exhausted, and we are about to step into the actual big kid press room with some pretty awesome stars. But before we reveal who those stars are... So, Lainey, do you support any local podcasts? No. I hate podcasts. All of them. Especially local ones. How can you support local podcasts? Well, I'll tell you, Lainey. You can go to patreon.com slash show and be a monthly subscriber supporter. How about that? That sounds really boring and inconvenient. And you can donate five bucks a month and get a certain amount of prizes. You can donate 20 bucks a month and get, get all sorts of behind-the-scenes stuff and also really cool prizes. Does that sound pretty cool? Instead of money, can I donate sexual favors? I mean, I don't know if Kelly would be on board. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm down. I don't even have words. Kelly, if you're listening. <laughs> on that note, let's go to our interview with freaking Charles Baker, who you may know as Skinny Pete from Breaking Bad. This guy was so freaking cool. And then coming up right after him is kind of a is it's kind of a surprise. Does he take sexual favors? I'm I'm sure if meth is involved. <laughs> So wonderful. All right. All right, guys. So we are here with Mr. Charles Baker. Hey. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank Some you of you much. may actually know Charles from a little tiny show called Breaking no Bad. No big deal. No big deal. But Breaking Mr. Bad. Mr. Skinny Pete over here. Yes. Oh, so you're in this movie Creep right now. Yes, I am. And uh, that also stars Judd Nelson right. and Lamari Nadal. Why can I never remember Nadal. his name? Nadal. Nadal. Thank you. Lamari Nadal. I'll come in and fill in any time. I got That's, your back. That, Nadal. <laughs> So what is your contribution to it? Tell us about your character in the movie. I am the bad guy. Ooh. I'm the really bad guy. In and fact, how fun is that? It was a blast. Really? I like went in there. This is the first character who, that I played that's a bad guy who knew he was a bad guy. Oh, okay. yeah. He reveled in being the bad guy. He kind of saw himself as like being being the old Western villain yeah. in this kind of modern He just knew his, he knew his place and he yeah. filled it. bad guy. Yeah. Let me roar. Yeah. 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 Wow. He, was, he was a psychopath. And usually, you know, if I play a bad guy, I try not to like think of them as bad people right. and kind of make them more sympathetic and give yeah. you know, humanize them a little bit. But this guy, was, there's nothing. So you just got to have fun with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Or you had and some dark days. Like you have yeah. to go home and shake it off a little bit. No, no, it was, it was more fun. Good. It was, I, I kind of went, uh, it was actually the first, first time I've really done a lot of ad libbing really? without mm. being prompted to ad lib. Right. Just kind of like, I just threw a line out there and they were like, yeah, I like, I like that. that. Keep that. I'm like, okay. Keep doing it. Going, go darker. Go yes, darker. Yeah. And it was, a lot of it was just some, you know, just a little quirky, dark kind of stuff to add, and like, just what the hell? And Man, that's so. Cool. It was fun. That is so cool. So I'm curious, since we have you on the show, yeah. uh, what what's one of the favorite characters out of everybody that you've gotten to play over the years? Like, what's your favorite oh, character? Jeez, it's hard. Um, I like them all. Skinny Pete. I mean, there's what's not to love about Skinny Pete? <laughs> Literally he nothing. was loyal. Everything about he him. He was cool. He was fun. Um, and he got to be a Star Trek character. I mean, all kinds. Right? Of, oh my God! All the, kinds the cartoon of that you guys had uh, come out of that was fantastic. That so was a great. Blast. Um, <laughs> that's been really fun. I have a film coming out sometime soon called Eleven Eleven. It's mm. kind of a Galaxy Quest esque. Oh my God! Um, is it, is, so it's a comedy. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. It's a, it's a awesome. sci-fi comedy. Love it. Um, and it's with Krista Allen. Do you know Krista Allen? She's uh, she's I know the name. Beautiful actor. Brilliant. 
hilarious, beautiful actor. Um, she had recently had a show called Significant Mother. Mm. Um, okay. Most people know her from Liar Liar. Liar Liar. I'm gonna say that is yep. that's and gotta be yeah. A couple Liar. Adam Sandler films. Uh, it was a comedy. Uh, it was fun to play that kind of like slapstick kind of yeah. um, comedy kind of role, which you coming out do of a whole lot of slapstick <laughs> yeah. these days it seems. Right, right. Um, well, Charles, thank you so much for yes. being on the show. I know you, we're, you guys we're are. I know we're trying. We just like, like we need to get We talk about you on our podcast often, actually, oh, because right we have we've had Chris Fryhofer on, and yeah. we've had random people that you you come up, yeah. and it's funny because we're always like, he's the nicest guy. Some, I'm like, I can't wait yeah, to meet him someday. Like, randomly associated to Breaking Bad, and so thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for fulfilling Oki show shows. Yeah, we can quit now. We're done. Thank you, Charles Beg, everybody. Thanks, sir. So here's where things get a little batty. Uh, so we finished up with Charles Baker, and now it's time to interview uh, the next two people. But the problem was we were we were running really, really short on time. So you're going to hear three guests on our show that have their own show known as We Apologize for the Inconvenience, the Wafty Show. We did a little duet crossover kind of thing. Uh, but here we go. This is our, our interview with our next special guest. That was some kind of technology thing. Yes. It was a glitch in the Matrix. That's what it was. Yeah, yes. it, was, it was a motherboard. So, so for the listeners who are wondering, who are these two sultry voices that we're listening to? We have Mr. Jen Nelson and Miss Lamori. Remind me of your last name again. Nadal. 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 Okay, okay. I knew I would... Rafael Nadal. My favorite. We'll need Spanish from now on because we have two stars from the Dead Center film Creep. Yes. Which is awesome. And can you guys tell us a little bit about the film? I would say it's a inquiry into uh, loneliness and loss within family. Mm-hmm. I say it's a as within that there's a not little adventure. Uh, going on. Oh, okay. They go on an adventure. Various stops. I, I volunteer my services uh, <laughs> to help her get to the border between Texas and Mexico oh, wow. without a vehicle. Oh, wow. And uh, very early on, I realized I've made a bit of a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but I gave my word, so. Yeah, he goes follows through. So it's a comedy, obviously. Yes, obviously we get to yeah, a, a jovial no, trip no, down to the very dark. Well, it's if, comedy. If, you're, if you're a sadist, it's a comedy. <laughs> it's a comedy. Yeah. It's hilarious. It can always be a comedy. From what I can see, it kind of looks like it might have a little bit of a Cormac McCarthy-ish feel to it. Is that true? Uh, in a microcosm way. Okay. This stuff is more like the end of the world as we know it. It is. This is the end of this small group of people's world as they knew it, I would say. Yeah, so it, so it is similar in a way. Okay. I mean, you get a sense early that it's not going to be happy. And we don't disappoint you. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, so you had a great cast behind you for all yes. that. We got to meet a lot of them earlier. So how was it working as a as a group out in the it was great. The West I mean, Texas I, desert? For me, I thought everyone that I worked with, top to bottom, was great. Um, and I'm still in touch with Charlie, and a really good guy, very very gifted actor. Um, everyone in it was great. I really liked it. That's great. And this is the first time you're all going to view it together. Yeah. yeah. Is that I've not, I've not seen the finished I haven't seen the finished I just saw like a, a rough cut when we do the looping. Mm. And uh, then it's like, I mean, you have no idea what it's going to be. You kind of go like, oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it in the editing room a lot, but I never saw that finished. I never saw it with music. so Or forward. with the audience, yeah. audience yeah. participation yeah. as far as their emotions riding along with it. Yeah. I know. I'm looking forward to see what happens. When people see it in a very small room, they 
they have things to say about about things, but I, I don't know what's going to happen with an audience. Yeah, also, it's like you know, when you watch yourself, it's rather kind of shocking. Yeah. Because you really only see yourself straight on. Mm. Unless you have some peculiar mirror at your house. So it's like you're like, oh, 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 so you're, oh. <laughs> the shots oh, of you moving oh, through oh, the house. Yeah, yeah, the back oh, of your head. Yeah. Yeah. These micro films, yeah, no, they, these micro movies, they go so fast, three weeks. And just, we're very lucky also to have had Molly as a producer on set all yes. the time. She's a trained actress, and she saw more than could have been seen by the eyes of just a director. And uh, she was very good. Uh, working the scenes with us and uh, we had a good cinematographer as well oh, because yeah. you know because if you're out in the field and you're these small characters walking in a big expansive space you don't want to waste that yeah right right that's important that's yeah and you see our insignificance in the beautiful hills and I, the uh, cinematographer was able to get that what I could tell a small screen <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah I mean, that, and that's what's fun is to see a, a movie that uh, you know a big screen will enhance so much of it. And you know, when you watch it on a small screen, it's like, like you wouldn't want to go see Blade Runner on a small screen. Yeah. But, you know. That's the ideal situation, just watch it on your phone. Yeah. 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 Everybody's here watching it on your phone. Master, Master and Commander, the big ocean is this big. This epic movie ever on a tiny, tiny screen. Yeah. So, um, so they, they, you know, they did their little magic trick thing. We have cool, it was cool enough. So cool. we have our own thing. We're gonna do a, a, a game called Five Questions. It's an improv game. Just, just improvise. Kind of an improv it's, game. it's pretty. But basically, you gotta answer as quickly as possible without thinking. Okay. So. Should we answer at the same time? We'll go. We'll go. We'll go one, yeah, and we'll okay. go back and forth. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, we'll start. Well, yeah. We don't have a time we'll right. start. Uh, okay, well, so we'll just go fast. Yeah. In three, two, one. Hippopotamus or moose? Moose. Hippopotamus, moose. Moose. Batman or the Toxic Avenger? Batman. <laughs> because you've heard of him. <laughs> hardest scene to film ever. Hard, ever. Hardest scene to film yeah, ever. By, by me or by anyone? It's ever. By anyone. By anyone, ever. Uh, moon landing. Moon landing. Hard, <laughs> the hardest scene, like most difficult scene to film ever. Like what, what do you think would be the most difficult Making scene? Making out with Dodd and Creep. Oh! <laughs> I like well, maybe, it. Maybe she doesn't understand what you mean by like harsh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it wasn't was hard. Stop seeing Blondes or brunettes? Brunettes. Brunettes. Yes. Yes. Okay, show show or the Wattie show? What? Okay, show show or the Wattie show? Both. Yes! The score. Fantastic. Winner. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for joining us. It's our pleasure. This was fun, guys. Cannot wait. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we're nearing the end of day three, Dead Center Film Festival. How are you feeling there, Kelly? I am, to be honest, I'm uh, I'm currently shaking a little bit, um, and I have I have Hi. I have an adrenaline rush feeling similar to when I um when I watched I don't know no I literally have nothing to compare this to I just have like this crazy like when I get off stage doing performing improv and I have a blackout kind of moment yeah that's yeah, what's happening to me currently so I'm sorry if this is gonna make no sense at all <laughs> but why because we just met Judd Nelson <laughs> um, we just got to interview Judd Nelson 
And Charles Baker. And Charles Baker. Skinny Pete on from Breaking Bad. Which, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know we talked about him. Like Chris talked about, we we talked about him, we talked about everyone on the show because we're obsessed with that show. And we got to sit down and I shook hands with both of them. It was freaking awesome. It was so awesome. It was so awesome. <laughs> this is my experience. See, this is fun for me because I've been I've been getting I've been fortunate enough to get to work with people that Well like, yeah, not, Mr. Not I like, smoked a cigarette with Dennis Quaid. Well, me, you me, know. me. Bragger. I'm kind of a big deal. What can I say? <laughs> I'm trying but to think it's of... cool for you to watch you. Yes. So, okay, here's the the most famous person I have ever met is the guy from the Sonic commercials. He does improv in Chicago, and I got to see his show for free. What? TJ and Dave, um, the improv show, they have a famous... But see, Dude. no one... It's improv famous. No one knows that stuff. Right. You just know him from the Sonic commercials. It's the funny Sonic guy from the Sonic guys. <laughs> exactly. So that's the closest I've ever been to a famous person. And I was in the audience probably like 100 feet away. Well, now you can say that you shook hands and basically hung out with the dude from The Breakfast Club. And we got to ask him some pretty serious questions. We too. totally did. We totally did. Um, I prefer, I love, can I just, I'm going to throw it out there. He said brunettes when we asked uh, blonde or brunettes, and I feel pretty good about that, even wink, though my hair is wink. currently graying to the point where I'll probably be blonde soon. She said graying. Graying. Not green. <laughs> graying. Graying. Like as an aging, I'm prematurely graying. That's fine. <laughs> you know, Lainey and I both agree, though, that it it looks really I cool. look regal, like uh, the queen yeah. of England right now. You should, yeah, you should just speak like the queen of England whenever your hair finally goes full gray. I don't even know how she actually talks, Brian. No. I really don't. I don't think I've ever uh, actually. Ooh, ooh, I'm a queen of England. Yes, I'm very regal, and I would prefer some tea right now in my mouth. She's she probably says in her mouth a lot. I, I feel like she says she says she two drunk? things in my mouth. I don't know. I would prefer to have the tea in my mouth. <laughs> Put it in there. <laughs> you boy. This is so offensive. Um, I, I do have to say, though, like, this is going to be really hard for me to top as far as, like, the next, if I do the next year's Dead Center like, um, with you. Like, this, is this has been the most amazing experience ever, and I don't think it can be beat. Well, so challenge, challenge placed out there, uh, Dead Center, like yeah. beat this one for me. I'm just saying buckle up because that's the way that it works at Dead Center Film Festival. Every year is better than the last. It's awesome. It's freaking crazy. It is. We could have hung out with Gary Busey if I would have been like not working. <laughs> if you weren't in. Think about that. Where were you? Davis. Davis. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about, you went to yeah. see uh, the We Are With Them. Yeah, I went to see We Are With Them. So uh, Brian hates women and <laughs> he didn't want to go so I went by myself um, and stupid I, women <laughs> dumb it, it was a, it was a whole stuff. series of shorts that Boobs. were that were directed by women women directors and we we're actually having a good conversation about that a while ago that yeah. it's a big deal like women directors are it's we there need are them. Not, there yeah, are not yeah. many. let's talk about that for a second because uh, like you know I'm, I'm not one of those people that was like there needs to be women doing every job all over the place and like that like like harping on that and like making that a thing but directing films is a big deal oh yeah um it is. I don't know if, I mean, to me, it's, not, it's never been something. And to clarify, I don't have a problem with women working in any There job. are two other women in here, and we're all giving Brian. Just to clarify, ladies. Super, <laughs> super side eye. We're all just rolling our eyes and being like, whatever, Brian. A woman shouldn't bake. Who <laughs> women shouldn't bake? Women should not bake. <laughs> Bakers are for men only. Um, yeah. These, if there's a uh, bun in the oven, it better be a man doing the cooking. <laughs> Doesn't it have to be? What? <laughs> what? I don't even know anymore. I feel like it has to be a man doing the cooking for a baby and the woman I mean, to create a baby, right? Like, Whoa. I guess the woman's cooking Whoa, the baby. Gonna, did I just make something deep? I don't know. Maybe. A man I'm, com puts I'm confused. The bun in the oven. Okay. Ish. <laughs> Anywho. We're getting weird. We're, we are getting weird. Um, 
so let's yeah so anyway <laughs> these were all women directors there there are some from Oklahoma and there there so I think there's one from no I'm so sorry uh, yes there's one from Oklahoma and the rest of them are from all over there was one from Spain there was oh, Texas wow. British Columbia um, Tennessee United Kingdom and can I just say I didn't get to see the last one I had to leave to go do our job as no. podcasters but they were amazing, and I really wish you could have been in there. Because I really wish I could have been too. It and and what was even cooler is the f so the first one that they showed won um, the best short documentary, I think, or something. Oh, really? It won an award. Okay. And the the main character, it was it's a documentary. The main character is. Um, was there and she accepted the award and it's so crazy it was so cool it's called still sophie and it really was touching it's a girl who um she had a stroke and literally half her entire right side of her body doesn't work anymore hmm. um she used to sing she used to do a lot of acting and dancing and she was told that she wouldn't be able to again and yet she's conquered it Oh, wow. However, because of the stroke, this is a documentary. This is a documentary. Okay, this is and not a narrative film. It's not. No, but it, it's done in a way that seems almost narrative because she's telling it. She's in this. She's telling what happened yeah. to her. Oh, wow. um, and then they're kind of going through series of of her life. It's really well done. But it was just. It was so beautiful because um, she has trouble speaking because the the part of her brain that creates speech from her brain to her mouth, basically the connection to get the words mm -hmm. out of her mouth, is broken. Is how she put yeah. it. So she speaks in very short sentences, um, mm. and she says it's very hard. But she's retrained herself to sing. Wow. So she has trouble saying more than a couple words in a sentence as mm. far as putting it together. But then she, the, whole, the whole opening of the scene was her singing from um, Just My Fair Lady. Or not My Fair Lady. Um, uh, it's gonna happen, happen sometime. Uh, this time I'll win. Whatever it's that one is. No, it's not Lee Miz. I think it's a. Uh, it's 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 a. Uh, Annie. Gypsy. Annie, get your uh, gun. Uh, 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 Oklahoma. It's uh, Oklahoma. Is it Oklahoma? No. No. <laughs> the hills are yeah. alive. That's the sound of music, right? Oh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> We're terrible with it. <laughs> but it was beautiful. She accepted the award, and then you listen to her sing, and it was just amazing. But then what's so cool is the, the they take you on this ride. There was one about um, Siamese, uh, 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 Siamese twins. Siamese twins. Ah. Um, who that one was fascinating. Uh, I have a question about Siamese twins. Yeah. Is there a place called Siamia? Siam. Siam? Siam. There is a place called Siam. Siam, yes. Then why are all people that are attached Siamese? Is that like a thing? Is well, that country is that, full of Siamese twins? I don't know. I, that's a good question. Where well, did the term Siamese twins come from? Why are there from? Siamese cats? And why are Siamese and cats why are not Siamese attached, cats to, not other attached cats? to each other? I don't know. I want to see a cat butt good to butt. Good question. Butt I want to, to see butt. a Siamese cat butt, butt to butt. Butt to butt? A, a Siamese cat attached at the butt. That's called cat dog. It's a cartoon. It's already been done. Damn it. Cat dog. Do you remember that show? That was a terrible show. See, I loved it. I j it just shows how brilliant I am. Um, so we journey while we're watching these. We journey through. This one was a very funny comedy. It's about these Siamese twins. One of them is playing Juliet in the Romeo and Juliet, and the other one has to wear a black towel over herself <laughs> to like pretend like she's not even on stage. It's okay, tell me this is not a documentary. It's not. It's okay. Not. Okay. Um, it's not a documentary. That would be amazing. But it's so funny. It's it was so well done, and and like they even went as far as to like one inhaled some cigarette smoke because one smokes and the other doesn't, so she inhales and the other one pushes the air out of her mouth. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but it's awesome. I, they might share along, maybe. I don't know. Oh, but hmm. it was really cool. So you're laughing, you're joyous. Then there's another one about a man. Um, it's called 
here, here nor there. Um, this man threw a funeral for his wife who left him because he in his head has convinced himself that it's, that she is actually dead, oh, that wow. she's been missing and found dead. So basically everyone is having a funeral for a person who's totally alive. Yeah. And the guy, the, the man who's throwing this funeral for his not dead wife hires an actor to tell everyone that he's a private detective who found the body and like make up this whole story. Oh and, he's, and the whole time this guy's like, just like what's happening. <laughs> it, it was very good. And then you hit the serious one, right? So we're on this weird journey of happy, sad, beautiful. And then we get to lapse hmm. and it's literally someone who just got assaulted on a subway while everyone else kind of watched oh, and wow. did nothing. And that's the end. And I, whoa, that was the one where I told you I audibly gasped. Whoa. I yeah. audibly gasped because you're, it's so uncomfortable yeah. and you see people looking at her and, and she's, it's, it's, it's filmed in a very close up mm-hmm. shoulder, ear, um, pants like just oh it's upsetting even just talking about it and then you go to so then there's Catherine Catherine is about a cat a a girl who can't keep animals alive until she finds a cat (laughs) and then the cat dies and then she just has a bunch of stuffed cats it's so funny it's animated it was great see this is what I love about these rain the uh the short films that they put together like and I I I, I, full disclosure I enjoy the shorts more than I do the features because you have to invest so much time in a feature yeah but shorts you have this roller coaster oh a freaking cavalcade of emotions. Yes, it's like doing an improvised scene, yeah. but doing it really well with awesome cinematography and everything yeah. else too. It's 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 you're telling this emotional scene quickly. Yeah. Get it. Th- I don't know. I just Ugh. it was so good. So you missed a lot. I apparently I did. <laughs> good lord. I was busy editing an episode. Okay, I forgive you. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. I'm never going you're to. You're welcome. I don't know how to. <laughs> I don't have a computer. <laughs> So, um, gosh, okay, so we're, we're nearing the home stretch because we've got the end of today and then Sunday, and then yep. we're done. We're done. We're your donezos. It's over until yep. next year where I will be attending uh, again because this has been awesome. Yes. Whether I have to bypass myself because let's just say we get in a horrendous fight. Yeah. Um, yeah. I may s- poop on your car. <laughs> I, that's kind of vindictive Five behavior to poop that on my car. I... Go. You told me I was fat. You pulled out my hair. You hit my dog. Your wife told me to. (laughs) (laughs) That one wins. (laughs) Yeah, that one wins. Yeah. (laughs) That one wins. Okay. All right. So we're going to go watch some more movies, fellas. Let's go watch Creep, man. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, mister, do you want to come see the We're With Them shorts? It's all female directors. All female directors? How old are they? Well, uh, I don't know. I think a lot of them are probably married. Well, have fun, Johnny. So I'm here with Miss Tony Marlowe, makeup extraordinaire. Welcome back to the show, madam. Hello. I feel like we have to be really quiet because we're inside uh, a hotel, but it's a museum art hotel. So I feel like I have to be really quiet, like a librarian's going to shush me. (laughs) Right? Well, and to make matters even more interesting, (laughs) we're standing outside the 360 VR experience that Dead Center's got put together. And when you walk in, describe the picture. Okay, so we're walking in and it's a small room ish right mm-hmm. there's about six people in chairs that spin like an office chair and they all have virtual reality goggles on um and headphones all, yes and headphones and we're all just staring at them <laughs> in perfect silence <laughs> <laughs> and they're in their own world but we're staring at them i think this is gonna make me uncomfortable to do this because people i know people are gonna be watching me look yeah like a total weirdo it's it's VR, man. Yeah. So Lainey's getting ready to put on some goggles. She's getting ready to experience oh. the whole thing. And Tony, what are you, are you, which kind of video are you going to watch? We got, oh, wait, 
You have 360 narrative that you can watch. You have storytelling through Don through dance, and then social justice. Uh, 360 social justice experience. So basically, you're going to be in a protest, oh. and people are going to be throwing bottles at you. Oh, no. I don't want to do that. Um. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually what's <laughs> oh. I don't want bottles thrown at me. Do I get to throw? I don't want anything that people are going to have to watch me try to dance or throw something. Right. So can I just kick back and be a quiet spectator? Should I do 360 narrative? I think you should do 360 narrative. You have There are three different kinds. You can watch The Giant, which is three minutes long, Haunt, which is eight minutes long, cool. And Potato Dreams, which I is five potato minutes long. Potato Dreams or The Giant. What are you going to do? I think I'm going to do Haunt, because that sounds like a horror movie. That's exactly why I'm not doing it. I just, yes. I'll just paint people I'll, in horror movies. It's I don't actually want to be in dead them. silent in this room, <laughs> and you're just going to hear me go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I just want to uh, work in Haunted, yeah. because I don't want to be in one. I'm good. Right. Okay, so here we go. We're going to try it out. I'm That's so makes it okay. <laughs> what you're listening to, listeners, is the sound of the awkward silence of the waiting room. <laughs> and my giggles, because I always laugh when it's awkward. <laughs> to me, nothing is funnier than awkward silence. Yeah, let's 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 practice. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> it's it, it, the funny thing is about this is that you just have a bunch of people sitting in chairs, swiveling around, and they have goggles and headphones on so like they're in their own world and so it's a really weird experience of watching multiple people in their own weird worlds this kind of reminds me of, uh, of like a scene from AI artificial intelligence demolition man like demolition man yeah <laughs> is this the future of filmmaking I think it is and to know that we're about to look as awkward as they are is awkward in itself for me yeah yeah I'm glad that they're closed just now no one's here waiting just know that there will be plenty of people silently judging you <laughs> Are they going to record me like I was recording them? <laughs> Let's get back to the awkward silence. So it is Sunday now, uh, day four of Dead Center Film Festival, and I'm exhausted. And Kelly's exhausted so much so that she had to stay home today. So, Lanny, welcome back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already tired, and I've been here for five minutes. <laughs> How are you tired? I'm just tired. We are sitting in the press room right now waiting for Mr. Neil Berkeley, uh, the director of... Oh, okay. The director... That was my cell phone going off uh, with information about Mr. Neil Berkeley. He's here. We can smell him. Yep. Literally on the way over here, he said Neil Berkeley's name with, like, no other words behind it or in front of it. Like, Neil Berkeley. Like four or five times. But, but that's a name that you cannot say normally. You can't just be like, eh, Neil Berkeley. You have to say with Alan Rickman's voice. Can you ne- do it? <laughs> Neil Berkeley. <laughs> the worst Alan Rickman I've I ever heard. I can't do impressions. Neil Berkeley. <laughs> uh, Neil Berkeley? Here's my Sean Connery accent. Here's my Alan Rickman. <laughs> no, it's Neil Berkeley. You know what the easiest way to do a, a, an Alan Rickman Impression is oh. to say McLean. McLean. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. McLean. <laughs> Harry Potter. Nope, that nope. I lost. No, it. you have to say you can't you can't say Harry Potter. It has to be Mr. Potter. Mr. P- <laughs> I can't even do it. Um say just say Mr. Potter. <laughs> Mr. Potter. No. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Now say Mr. Potter pooted on a potty. <laughs> I think I'm heat drunk right now. You're usually not funny. Mr. Potter pooted on a potty. <laughs> So we are here with Mr. Neil Berkeley, the Emmy-nominated director of Gilbert. Man, thank you so much for being on the show. This is awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And this is your third feature film, right? Correct. So what are the other two that you worked on? Uh, the first one's called Beauty is Embarrassing, which also played here. Um, one best documentary. Uh, it's about Wayne White. He's this. Uh, he was the art director for Pee Wee's Playhouse and Beekman's World and kids shows and Smashing Pumpkins videos. And huh. now he's a fine artist. He lives in L.A. Um, so made that one, and then the next one was uh, called Harmontown, which yes. is about Dan Harmon, the writer. Yeah. Uh, okay. So okay. <laughs> I got I to tell you this. Okay. This is actually kind of a special interview for me because I saw your documentary Harmontown when it came to Dead Center. Yep. Which got me listening to the podcast, and that Harmontown the podcast is like. 75% the reason why this show actually exists. Oh, really? So, really, wow. Thank you for your documentary, yeah. because without it, we wouldn't have the OP Show Show. So you know what? You're is, welcome. <laughs> so this is really cool to have you on. My gift to you. So so tell yeah. us a little bit about Gilbert. It's focuses on Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried, yeah. So um, after I made Harmontown, I started to look around like what... Actually, no, after Beauty, because you know, there's a whole Pee Wee's Playhouse angle, and I got really curious about people who have to put on a persona to do their job, you know, like Pee Wee Herman has to put that suit on to, to do his job. Yeah. And the next one I thought about was Gilbert, because he, you know, everyone knows that voice and the the dirty jokes, but I thought that, that can't be who he is. Yeah. So, I have no idea that that's not his actual voice. It's not his voice, yeah. So crazy. And I, yeah, even, even that was like, well, what's he really like? What's he talk like? Yeah. So yeah, I, I just got very curious and um, just started put, putting it out in the universe that I wanted to make it and never tried to call him or talk to his agent, never even really tried, but I would talk about it all the time. Yeah. And one day I was walking down 6th Avenue in New York City with this woman named Astro that was working with us and she said, so what are you going to do next? And I said, I think I'm going to make a movie about Gilbert Gottfried. And she stopped, it's a true story, she stopped and she goes, that's so weird. And I go, what I thought she had, I, 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 yeah, I thought she hated Gilbert Gottfried and I go, why? And she goes, because his wife is my best friend. She goes, and they live two blocks over there. So I met him the oh, next... for real? That oh, really, wow. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his wife's my best friend, and he's standing right there. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh, it, it was bizarre. I, I met his wife that night. I met him the next day. And then a year later, I moved to New York and started shooting. So you moved to New York specifically to yeah. follow Gilbert Gottfried around? Yeah, so my best friend, uh, Bart McDonough, who's an Edmund guy, um, has a business called Ozio down in Norman. But his primary residence, residence is in New York City. So I said, hey, man, I'm going to come out and see how it goes. And he goes, all right, you know, sleep on the couch. So I packed up and moved to New York, and I would, I would take the train up and go to Gilbert's house every day and talk to him. So yeah. Did he know that you were coming, or did you surprise him? He, so he, if you watch the movie, there's a – have you seen it yet? Do you, oh, you're going to see it tonight. Okay. I'm going to the screening tonight. In the beginning, there's this shot where he comes out in his bathrobe and irons a shirt. So the first day I went over there, I walk in, and the elevator opens up into his apartment. And it opens up, and he's standing there with a cup of coffee, and he said, I'm Neil. Dara said I can come here and make a movie about you. And he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> and I said, did she tell you? And he goes, no. And he just turned around and walked off. And I sat there. And he's a really private guy. Too. Very private. Yeah, he was not okay with it at first. Oh, man. Um, but no, I sat there and watched him uh, iron a shirt. And I was like, wow, that's Gilbert Godfrey ironing his shirt in front of me. <laughs> so <laughs> off we You're went. Continuing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that's, he, he, didn't, he never really said yes, never said no. Yeah. 
he just kind of accepted that I was going to come over every day and, well, I guess this and bother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of, how, you know, whatever he bumps into, that's what he's doing that day. Yeah. So <laughs> did, he, did he ever like kind of slip into his persona from time to time? He was always in the first two months. He was always in character, oh, really? only in character. Yeah. Wow. As yeah, soon as I would turn like the camera. That would be so weird for him. Yeah. As soon as I, and we, we talk about it in the movie, as soon as I turn the camera on, he's eyes would close and his voice would get gravelly and he would yeah. do he would do the voice every time I and mean, it took months for me to get get past that but I, wow. what i learned is if you tell him a dirty joke or a dirty story he'll he opens up like i i, I have this mickey mantle story that i i said i'll give that a shot and we i wasn't shooting and he died laughing <laughs> and and kind of relaxed so i realized okay if you if you tell him the dirty joke or a dirty story yeah, or, yeah. or talk about celebrity he loves celebrity gossip oh, like really? if you talk about celebrity gossip That's yeah awesome. yeah Carmen gossip about uh, oh, he, what's, his, what's he, his name? He could not give a <laughs> he, he could care less. He, I don't think he's seen my movies. I don't, about anything. Oh, really? I don't think he even knows I make other movies. <laughs> yeah, he, he does not care. He, it's so funny. He, he, I think he knows my name now, like barely. Yeah. That's got to be so weird to, to move to another part of the country, basically, because you were in L.A. before. Correct. And you moved to, to New York yeah. to follow Gilbert Godfrey around for, like, yeah. what, a year? S about seven months. And then at the end of it all, like, you barely get a, what's your name again? His wife yelled at him uh, a few weeks ago because he was doing some press and I wasn't there. And they go, how'd this happen? He goes, oh, just some guy started coming over to my house. And, and she goes, you, think his, his, name his, his, name is, his name is Neil. You know his name. Say his name. And <laughs> she got really mad at him. Nick Burkles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he, he also, it was also kind of funny. He was like, he would give me a lot of shit about how um, growing up in Oklahoma, there were not a lot of Jewish people here. Yeah. And he was like, you have no fing idea what Jewish people are. Oh, sorry, can I curse? Sorry. Oh, absolutely. He goes, you have no fing idea what Jews are. <laughs> you don't even know what, what, Jew, what a Jew is. <laughs> Yeah. We don't have a whole lot of Jews here. I met, I knew one, but this guy, Dr. Bookman, was the only, and I didn't even know what Jewish meant until I was like 17, I know, 18 right? years old. I knew him, and there was, there was a kid I grew up with named Jared Goldman. I think he was Jewish, but not many. Last name Goldman, I think. That's a Jewish name. I'm pretty it? sure he's Jewish, yeah, yeah. yeah. Goldman, Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay, so I want to play a little game with you. This is a, this okay. is a word association game. Sure. And uh, basically, I'm going to say a word, and yeah. you have to tell me if the word is associated with Gilbert Gottfried or Dan Harmon. Okay. All right. Okay. So. Wait. These are, these are. Okay. So, like, I'll say. Um, so, for example, I'll say Affleck. Go. Got it. Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. This is trivia. This is. It's kind of trivia. Kinda, okay. It's just a lightning round kind of thing. <laughs> I'm not cool. even gonna put a timer on. We're just gonna. We're just gonna. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So. Okay. Uh, Morty. Uh, Dan. Elf. Uh, oh, Gilbert. Yep. Uh, Mad TV. Dan. Gilbert, was he on Matt TV? He, according to my research, and oh. IMDb lives. Oh, it makes sense. He's like, he's been on everything. Yeah, because he was on SNL too. Yeah. God, people forget that he was on SNL for like what a season? One, t uh, ten episodes. And that was like pre-Persona, pre-Gilbert uh, Persona. He was doing it in clubs. He didn't oh. do it on SNL. Okay. Man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, Dan. Squares. Squares. Oh, uh, Gilbert. Hollywood Squares. Hollywood Squares, yeah. Uh, aristocrats. Gilbert. Definitely Gilbert. Yeah, for sure. Clippy. This one's tricky. Clippy. Dan? It's actually Gilbert. So Gilbert provided the voice of that Windows paperclip. Whenever they discontinued the little oh. paperclip thing, yeah. they put a bunch of shorts online with Clippy, the paperclip, and it was Gilbert Godfrey <laughs> who did the voice of him. He's also the voice of Jared Kushner now. What? Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. John, yes. John Oliver had him... Do a, the voice of Jared Kushner. That's so great. That's freaking perfect. <laughs> it was um, really funny. Okay, Spencer. 
Uh, Dan. Spencer Crittenden from Harmontown. Yeah, I was there. I, I watched Spencer it, it, be discovered. <laughs> yeah, you watched him become Spencer. We didn't even know who he was. Th- three days. Were you there whenever he first stepped on stage? I wasn't there for that, no. Okay. Man. But I was there the week after that happened. Wow. I was there the first time he did D&D. And honestly, like three days into the tour, we had bets like, how old is he? You know, like knowing, no, no, what's his last Mad name? Mystery. We didn't know his last name. Dan was like, we just, we just lifted this guy out of Woodland Hills and take him on the road. Like it was weird. That is so insane. Yeah. And like at the time, wasn't he still in high school or in college? Uh, he, I, I don't know home. if he went to college. He was still living at home for sure. I wonder how that conversation with his parents went. Hey mom, I uh, met this guy. <sighs> Strange, Celebrity, right? you know, Rick and Morty. Community. He wants me to go on the road with him. Yeah, go I think, on tour. Who knows? I think he just left. I think he just went. <laughs> he just didn't even say anything. Yeah, yeah. Spencer, Spencer, where'd, where'd you go? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got last three. Okay. Uh, Stern, Gilbert. Definitely. He was a guest on the Howard Stern show. Yeah. Great minds. Great minds. Great minds. Dan. Dan Harmon has a show on. Oh yeah, History yeah. Channel yeah. called yeah. Great Minds. Is that hilarious. still on? I think so. Okay. I th- they finished their first season. Yeah. And then the last one, Oki Show Show. Gilbert? Dan Harmon. Oh, because he's, okay, you, you told me that. Yeah, <laughs> the I inspiration. Well, Neil, thank you so much for yeah, coming on. Yeah, thank you, this on. was this fun. Is, this is awesome, this has been a real treat. And um, uh, where can we find information about uh, Gilbert? Um, you can, f- I'm Neil Berkeley at Twitter. I post on there, Gilbert's Real Gilbert. So right now it's mostly Twitter and Facebook. Okay. Um, but we'll, we're going to, it's going to come out in September. Hulu bought it. Uh, yeah, um, I just saw that. So it'll be in theaters, and then it'll be on Hulu in January, I think. That's awesome. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. And Neil Berkeley, everybody. Thank you. Well, Johnny, that's it. Dead Center Film Festival's over. What are you going to do now? I want to go home and make a movie. You're going to go home and make a movie? What kind of movie, Johnny? A romance. A romance, you say? Tell me about the characters, Johnny. Describe them to me. What's the age? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is the end of Dead Center Film Festival. We've freaking survived. We made it. All of the screenings, all of the panels, and all of the parties. <sighs> Kelly, how are you feeling? Feeling like I don't even have a direction for my life anymore, bro. <laughs> <laughs> because I just had so much fun doing something I've never done before, and I need to do it again. So it's like a yep. drug. Like I need to yep. get my fix again. This first time's free. You're going to have to pay for your pass next time. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Boo! No, I'm kidding. I'll tell you, man, the coolest thing about having the whole, like, doing this oh. podcast and getting to be what? a part of behind the scenes of, of Dead Center Film Festival is that it's like, like it's you, you get to be behind the how, scenes of everything. How very gracious of them to offer press passes and yeah. to allow us to come into these epic things, like, just to be back stage and, and interview Judd, N- Judd Nelson, you know, they allowed yeah. us to come into this room and interview him. That's yeah. crazy. That's so cool. When you cool. think about that, just, that's cool. And it's so absurd because, it, like, can, do you mind if we come back and, like, talk to these really awesome people and just bullshit with them Yeah, for a second? do you mind if we just, like, ask dumbass questions <laughs> for no reason? Yeah. Is that cool with you, Is dude? That, do you mind? Yeah. Sure. Sure, come on in. Yeah, it's great. So, they're so gracious. They're, uh, they're you know, giving us food. I mean, you obviously saw how many cheese balls I ate. <laughs> How many cheese balls do you think I ate, Brian, I during the weekend? I lost count of how many cheese balls. You ate a lot of cheese balls, too. chips and everything. We do know how much sushi we ate, and that was over 30 pieces of sushi. It was tons but of sushi. amongst the, both of us. Right. And uh, Lots of sake. Lots of sake. Lots of wine. Lots of wine. Oof. 
I mean, the, it was free wine. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Why would you want to drink free the free wine? wine? Why would you want to? Why would you not drink the free wine? Why would you not drink the why free you, wine? It's, it's right gotta, there. You've got the you've got the bracelets. Why would you not? You peel it off. You hand it to him. You say, I want a red. I want a red. I want a Merlot. I just want a Merlot. No, don't, I don't want a Cabernet. Don't, don't give me any Merlot. Don't give me any Merlot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we suddenly anyway. became Johnny Paul Giamatti. <laughs> so anyways, this has been a really, really cool experience. And we want to thank uh, Mr. Lance McDaniel oh, and you, Cam Lance. Haywood for letting thank us you, come and just be a part of everything. It's been awesome. And thank you to all of the directors and, and, and actors and everyone that's let us interview them. I feel like we've just been so lucky to have people streaming in and out of Decura. Everyone's been so nice and so awesome, except for f***ing Benson H. Cook. Benson H. Cook, f*** you. Benson H. Cook, I want you to know that there were some dudes that I met from Canada earlier today, and they're going to take me to Canada, and I'm going to come find you, and I'm going to show you what is going on with our iTunes. What is going on with our iTunes? Everyone's so nice except for Benson H. Cook. Benson H. Cook. We just made a villain. We're going to find you, Mortal enemies. We're gonna we're gonna find you when you're, we're gonna slap you in your maple syruped face. Yeah, Canadian. Because you're Canadian. I I cannot wait. And you know what? I'm gonna love every second of Canada until I see your ugly face, Benson H. Cook. We're gonna take all those non-venomous snakes and we're just gonna we're gonna throw them all on you. We're gonna I throw them all. A, on I will you. have a wonderful trip, and then I'll come back to America. And I'm gonna mount a moose, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna trample you with that moose. That's right. I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna slap you in the face with a beaver tail. Benson, watch you yourself. Benson. But anyway, yeah, yeah. so Dead Center, uh, where, yeah, let's look up Dead Center. You can, I mean, it's all over, but, you know, yeah. Dead Center Film Festival, DCFF17, 17. hashtag. hashtag. <laughs> we just did that. We didn't that. even plan that. Yeah, that was awesome. It was good. All right, guys, so we're going to, uh, we're going to just wrap out the night. Okay, bye. Bye. So how was your first day at Dead Center University, Johnny? Well, I'm a little sweaty, but I think I, I really had a good time. Well, that happens. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. right. That's hard. Oh, I'm sorry about that. But about the movies. Well... <laughs> Oh, hey, mister, are you ready to go see Trolls and all the kids' shorts? Oh, I can't wait to go see Trolls and all the short kids. What? I mean the kids' shorts. <laughs> hey, is that a troll in your pocket? Oh, no, I'm just happy to see you. Oh, shucks. Come on, Johnny, let's go. I'm buying the popcorn. Ooh, I'm buying some candy. Sweet candy. Okay. 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 If uh, none of this is usable, it's fine. Sure. <laughs> if, okay. if this is all.